You are going to be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, reminding you what we do here on The Mom Show every week is we are a repository of information that you wanted to sit down and look for during the week, but you probably didn't have time. So we take all of the heavy lifting out of the whole process for you, and we do that courtesy of our ro- rotating panel of experts. So we have lots of people that come in and talk to you, and today we are joined from Health Foundation's Birth Centers, our friend Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Happy holidays, Dr. Amy. Happy holidays. Yay! It is so festive, and I know that we are all in that celebratory mood. I hope that lots of people are out there and that this is a time that they are enjoying, not a time that is overly stressful for them, because we know that it can be a little bit of both. Yeah, December kind of seems bonkers for a lot of people. Right, and I think part of it is, and we talk a lot about just general health and wellness when you're in, Dr. Amy, and, and, and about how these things that you enjoy can still be really stressful for you. Oh, absolutely. And I think in December... You know, um, if you celebrate Christmas or the holidays or Hanukkah or um, whatever your family celebration looks like, there's that piece and then there's family and there's all the things going on with the kids and there's work celebrations and parties and cookies exchange. Yeah. Our plate is absolutely full in December. Right. And so we do encourage people. This is also a good time to maybe, uh, you know, make some decisions about what you have going on with your health and your wellness goals in 2019. And a good place to start if you are of that mindset is to go ahead and contact your folks over at Health Foundation's Birth Centers. Absolutely. You know, I think going into 2019, everyone is gung ho to start thinking about new goals for the year. It's a nice time of reassessment and just really thinking about what it's a it's a time just to really reassess right right and think okay what are my hopes and dreams and goals for going into the new year and um health should be one of those and i think as a woman a lot of things uh just kind of get out of you you, time passes more quickly than you think so you forget is it time (laughs) for me to go and get my my female wellness check is it time for me to go and get any of those things done and you go oh my gosh has it really been two years i didn't mean for it to be two years when's the last time i had a pap smear all of these things absolutely and so you know now's a good time to kind of like start your checklist and add that into you don't have to make giant changes little things just to kind of knock them off your list are probably good too I always do a little bit of a recheck Mm -hmm. November and December each year because that is absolutely me. Even though I'm in the healthcare industry, when it comes to me specifically, I'm much better with my family. But sometimes when it comes to me, you are, you're in this time war. Right. And you have no concept of when your last blood work was. You know, for me, I get my thyroid checked, you know, every six to nine months. And, you know, all of these things as women that we, we should be checking up on because, when you feel better, you're a better mom, you're a better wife, you're better out in the community, you feel better about yourself. And so super important. Right. So it's not, a you know, don't look at it like you're being, you know, selfish by taking a little bit of time out and make sure that you're healthy. Absolutely. And I think that one of the things you're going to talk about today is going to be great because we get very... Um, 
you know, not only celebratory, but stressed out. And when we stressed out a lot of times in the holidays, what do we end up doing, Dr. Amy? Eating. Yes, I know. We're like, oh, that's going to be so fun. And there's extra snacks and that's how people show their love. But sometimes it comes back to haunt us, right? <laughs> I think I hear so many people say, oh, yeah, I just gained 10 pounds in December and that's just the way it is. And I'm thinking... <laughs> Oh, my Lord, no. <laughs> I can't afford to gain 10 pounds. This I December, can't no. afford to gain 10 pounds. <laughs> so really, today we're going to be talking about really how to just stay on track with diet and exercise, even through the holidays. So you're feeling really good. So you aren't moving into January with those extra 10, maybe plus pounds. Right. And, you know, when you when you indulge that much in a month, you often go into the next month not feeling really great. Your immune system's shot, you know, and so all of these things are kind of like a cascade. It's just not pure indulgement. Well, I also encourage people, if you would like to be part of the Mom Show, if you have a question for Dr. Amy, the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And I wanted to remind people, Dr. Amy, a few months ago, uh, you brought up the whole process of doing like a detox and Uh trying to do that seasonally. So should we have already done that or is now a good time to start thinking about that? I think um, now, you know, maybe right after the holidays. Okay. Because there's lots going on already. And I think moving after the first of the year. Okay. That's kind of a nice time to start putting it on your calendar and planning for when that might look like. Okay. So generally, I always say when you're changing with the seasons is when it's kind of nice to detox. So spring and fall. Okay. But. You need some planning right? go into that. And so it's generally always good to take another a month or two ahead of time. So even in January is not a bad time because that falls generally around, you know, April, March, April, May for people. Mm-hmm. And that is often another busy time of year, right? Right. There's spring break if you've got kids and other sports are starting and I don't know. There's just a lot of on people's plates lately. So to plan ahead because you need a good... 10 to 14 days okay. to block off to say, okay, I'm just going to really focus and have time to do this. Right. Um, because diet is a big part of the detoxes that I talk about. And so don't put yourself in a spring break situation where that just wouldn't be successful. Right. And when you go through a detox, a lot of times you are just not feeling 100% in the beginning because okay. your body's getting rid of all of the gunk that it's been storing for so long. And so you do feel a little sluggish or you might get some headaches or you might get a little joint pain. And so just making space in your life for that to happen um, can be really important and and not to rush that process or, or make it in a time where it's difficult. Well, we, do you have a good example of why, you know, you decided that it's important to like talk about staying on track with your diet and your exercise this time of year? Well, you know, I started thinking about it just from the sheer fact of all the things that um, I go to and mm-hmm. just even at work, <laughs> you know, when we have so many treats come right. in every day or people love making cookies or whatever that looks like. And um, I know that aside. And then this is also a time of year of stress. Right. This is also a time of year when sometimes all those bugs are happening. And so people are generally already feeling maybe like a little, you can already even hear it with me, right? Right. I have a little bit of stuffiness going on that when you put all of those things together, it's really focusing on staying track with that diet and exercise can make a world of difference of not getting really sick or feeling less stressed or, you know, how that looks in your week. 
and you're thinking, oh my gosh, Amy, there's blogs, there's the top 10 things about staying on track with diet and exercise. Yes, it's absolutely out there. I think we what we what I really tried to do for today is boil it down to things that don't seem overwhelming. Okay. That are pretty easy to do that can really make a big difference in how you're feeling, how you're doing it, and that you're not maybe gaining those 10 pounds in December. And I think it's interesting the way you said that, where people have just, you know, just accepted that this is what happens this time of year. <laughs> yes. So is that just kind of just giving yourself a pass to not try? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you're like, this is just what I do every time. Well, and I think sometimes women really sabotage themselves because they'll just say, okay, don't fall for the lie that you can eat everything that you want for a month because I'll work it off in January. Right. When you think about it, how has that gone for you in the past? <laughs> true. True. <laughs> and especially as we age, since we were trying to you know, age gracefully. Yeah. Things don't slip off me like they used to when I was younger. Not even close. And then if you actually have worked it off in the past. Wow. Just think if you didn't have to work off that 10 pounds that you got in December and you started where you're at now wow, what a great way to start the year. So all those good things to be thinking about. But yeah, don't sabotage your future self. Really, um, really don't fall for that lie of I can just eat whatever I want and it'll, I'll just make up for it in January. All right, well, we have time before we go to break. We can give like maybe your first tip on how we can start this process. Okay, the first one is really simple. Okay. And you're going to be thinking, okay, that's kind of a no brainer, but um, really stick to your regular diet. Okay, that sounds so you're funny. saying just eat what you normally would eat? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Don't start anything new. Or you think about when you feel your best often is when it's in the summer, maybe like July, August, maybe even September. And think how you eat back then in those months and really continue to eat that way in December. Okay. Because sometimes I feel like people all of a sudden start wanting to try something new or add something to their diet or... um I would just stick with what you know. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of things are we avoiding? Like the things that you say that are new. Do you mean like all of a sudden you watch too many like holiday cooking shows and you start going, I'm going to make frog every week or what do you, <laughs> what kind of things am I avoiding? <laughs> I think it's those things like um, if you're at work and there's three plates of cookies. Okay. Thinking, oh, I can have one cookie a day. That's not so bad. <laughs> okay. Because does it ever stick to one? True. True. Or I don't know. We have a candy dish um, at, at a certain part of our office. And I would swear at three o'clock, you know, between that two and three thirty mark. Right. There has to be all of our staff members have passed that bowl at least once, <laughs> if not three times. It's just your routine now. Because it's part of your new routine. Got right? it. And so um, and, and I think there's a lot of those temptations out there more than more more than most times of year. Okay. To really kind of indulge. All right. Well, we are going to continue uh, helping you out there with how to stay on track with your diet and exercise even through the holidays. And we're going to continue this conversation with Dr. Amy Johnson Grass from Health Foundations Birth Centers. Again, if you want to be part of the Mom Show, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Mom Show on My Talk 1071. You can get this episode and previous episodes at our website, MyTalk1071.com, in studio this morning from Health Foundations Birth Centers, Dr. Amy Johnson Grass. And Dr. Amy, I feel like you were reading my mind because it was funny because this holiday season I really have gone and tried to stay on my whole diet and exercise tip that I use the rest of the year. So thank you for validating yeah. <laughs> what's going on in the universe. And for all of our My Talkers out there, if you want to call in, the number is 651 641 
641-1071. And Dr. Amy will be happy to give you some information on how you might be able to stay on track and some tips to dampen down maybe some of those extra cravings that happen this holiday season. So, yes. Yeah, so we start, we first started with stick to your regular diet mm-hmm. because when it, then it, when it comes to times of celebration, then that's great. Right. But we're not celebrating all day, every day. Right. And just <laughs> hard to remind yourself that these things are treats yes. and not just to say, you know, it's okay. You know, I think we use the word, you know, that, that whole phrase comfort foods a lot this time of years. And that's, uh, uh, you know, instead of reframing in our brain, what is comfortable, we go, that has to be everything that has gravy or it has to be everything that's really heavy and overly warm instead of finding other options. Yes. And I think we, a lot of us have grown up with the mentality or, or the idea that when we fill our plate, we're filling it up and it's like, this is the meal. Right. It's almost kind of like a buffet, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and this is the meal that's going to get us through the winter. Mm-hmm. But we think about that almost as every meal that we're eating. And I think that's really where a lot of those extra calories, but also how we feel plays into a role with that. Right. Too. So how much food should we really put on our plate? So here's a little tip. So, you know, when you're going to these holiday parties or out to eat with folks or um, cookie exchanges, those sorts of things, really try, fill your plate. Yes. But try and leave it half full. Okay. And I really say, you know, when you go to these parties, grab a plate and instead of kind of doing the flyby and just (laughs) picking up, you know, a little appetizer here, a cookie here, an appetizer here, all of a sudden you don't really realize how much you're eating. Right. And then you pick up a plate and then you eat the plate as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. To really just pick up the plate from the very beginning. Okay. And pick those foods that really look good and really that you want to try and, and enjoy and put those on your plate and then eat them slowly. Okay. And really enjoy them. But when you eat them slowly, you'll get fuller faster. But then you also have an idea of how much food you're actually eating. Fair enough. Is that what sometimes we just eat so fast we don't realize? Boom. I got uh, a question. Okay. <laughs> yes, producer Sonny. Because <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm supposed to eat slow. But I'm surrounded. My senses are being overwhelmed uh-huh. by fried and, and, and boiled and baked. <laughs> and things are still sizzling and sweetness and carbs. How do you... How do you... Are there any tips to help? Because I'm a fast eater. Ah, I'm a person okay. who wolfs their food down because I, I literally, I've been trying. I've really been trying <laughs> to eat slower, but everything tastes so good. And then I always <laughs> feel so terrible after I'm so serious. It's something I'm really struggling with. Is there any tips you, that you've heard of that helps people who are, because I'm very sensual. Yes, I am. And so the smells and the look and the and they present it so nicely on the table. <laughs> She's just hypnotized, Dr. Dr. Amy. I'm, I'm, She's I'm hypnotized. I'm a, I'm a foodie. I'm okay. a foodie. So yeah. like, I'm so serious. Is there anything that you know that might help somebody slow down? Because I've tried the 20 chews. And, and, right. and you I don't chew? T- I, I chew. I can get to maybe like 15 and it's going down. <laughs> okay. That's down the hatch. You know, it takes practice. Okay. And I think that's hugely highlighted in all the things that you just said right there. Because it is, it's enticing it and is. it smells good and oh. the the presentation, yes. all those things are beautiful. And you're like, oh, I just want that. Want to swim in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, about two years ago, I started a different journey with my diet and um, the woman that I was working with, she encouraged me to chew my food to the consistency of like applesauce oh goodness that's Mm. a lot of chewing that is a lot of chewing it took me several months i mean it's not something where you just say oh chew chew your food 20 times right chew your food to the consistency because you're eating you're not thinking of it right but it was really intentional on my part to 
sit down and really work on this idea of chewing my food to the applesauce consistency and it's practice. You know, I think people just think, Oh, I'm just supposed to be able to do this because I'm thinking it. Right. And Sonny and Dr. Amy, it just doesn't work that way. I'm not, I don't eat fast, but that's because I talk a lot. Um, So in a social setting, I probably don't eat because I just talk talk more. You need to talk more. (laughs) I'm just social, but I have been working on it with my son. And so what I have to actually do, and it has made me more conscious about it because he doesn't, I, you know, I can't get him to the point where he's chewing a number of times. But what I do do is I make him actually put his fork down or whatever he's eating. He has to put it back on the plate because he'll eat pizza the plate, the he'll pick up the piece of pizza and it will just get wolfed down. It will never touch the plate again. So when he's chewing, once he takes a bite, I have to tell him, put the pizza down and I make him put it back on the plate, finish chewing and then pick it back up and eat another piece. And so I think it is hard to find how do you add that repetition in so that you get better at it yeah. you know, and knowing that it will probably take you a really long time you do have to practice these things like anything else it is it's kind of a learned habit just mm-hmm. like anything else that we do and so i encourage you to keep being mindful of it and um for me counting the number of chews i couldn't do that mm-hmm. that didn't work i did try that for a while and i just couldn't focus enough <laughs> And you can't taste it. <laughs> I'm focusing more on the number than the actual taste. Oh, and then the whole enough. experience is thrown away. Oh, so yes. you're saying it just took all of the enjoyment out yeah. of it. So maybe, I mean, back to your going so by the consistency. The you consistency know, that sounds smarter. Was easier yeah. for me over time because then I had that mouth feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you do get to really, I don't know, I feel like I got to start enjoying my food a right. little bit more because right. I was actually stopping and tasting it a little longer. Right, right. Um, and going by what does it feel like as it rolls over your tongue mm. and thinking about that. So maybe that'll help with your sensory things. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That probably will. That makes sense. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, I am. A, I have had a bad habit of eating on the go. Okay. Even if I pack my own lunch or pack my own food, Sometimes it's rare in a week that I'll sit down and be mindful of, okay, I'm going to take even this 15 minutes to eat my lunch (laughs) and sit down and focus on my lunch. Mm -hmm. And I would say a majority of people fall into that category. We do it while we're checking our email or surfing Facebook or we're doing something else and not focusing on actually consuming the food. And that distraction, Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many more calories food, just the sheer amount that I think we eat more of because we are more distracted. So is it that you think that that's a brain connection where your brain doesn't connect to the I'm actually full because it just you glossed over the eating process? Well, it takes about 20 minutes. Okay. So like last night we went out with friends to D'Amico's and I ordered um, some chicken with a salad. Yes. And I hadn't eaten a lot in the afternoon and I sat down, I was starving and I felt like I just inhaled dinner Mm -hmm. and I was still hungry. And I was thinking, how in the world can I be hungry after that? (laughs) And I was just telling my rational self, (laughs) it's because in 20 minutes, (laughs) you'll be full you'll be full and you will be fine you will be full you will be fine you will be full you will be fine honey (laughs) so did you have to tell yourself that the entire 20 minutes or did you have to set it a few times I did have to remind myself a few times Mm -hmm. thinking okay you are fine. <laughs> do not do not grab for that piece of bread. Do not grab for that piece of bread because I didn't need it. Right. But 
one, I inhaled my food way too fast. I didn't go through that chewing process. And it, knowing that sometimes it just takes that 20 minutes for that connection to happen to right. say, okay, yes, you truly are full. So, yep. <laughs> Is that's that when we need to make sure that we sit down and act, you know do all the other things you're supposed to do, like have a glass of water, make sure you finish uh-huh. this, all that stuff? Okay. But you know what? If, you ch- if you're chewing your food to that applesauce consistency, if you are having a better idea of what's on your plate. So I truly think, you know, if you have your plate and in these instances when you're going to parties and stuff, making it that goal to have that half a plate. So I'm not saying don't enjoy. Right. Go enjoy those foods and have fun and indulge a little bit, but it's a little bit more of a regulated indulge. So, you know, here's my plate. I'm going to fill up half and not like Mount Everest half. Right. Okay. <laughs> so height counts. It's like, don't just use half the plate, but then make it twice as high. Got it. Because right. Then it's probably more than the full plate. Right. You're still enjoying and you're indulging, but not overly so. All right. Well, we have more tips on how you can stay on track with your diet and exercise through this holiday season when we return here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. Welcome back to The Mom Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, joined in studio today from Health Foundation's Birth Center's Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Dr. Amy is helping us stay on track with diet and exercise through this holiday season. And basically, I mean, we want to say that we're focusing on what's going on in the holiday season, but this is really just what happens in the winter. It seems like it's really hard to stay on a lot of those goals, you know, when we're doing it even more than probably the rest of the year. Yeah, we all turn into squirrels. Yeah, you're like, it's very easy to sit there and go, oh, no, oh, no, I'm just going to hide in here. Everything else hurts. Sometimes the air hurts, you know, when you go outside. Uh-huh, and we stuff our cheeks. Right, exactly. we're hibernating for the winter, right. and we just are putting on our fat layer. And we tell yes. us that we need it. We need this. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, no, we're humans. We're okay. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, most of us have houses and coats. We don't need to have an extra layer to keep us warm. You know, it was amazing yesterday when mm-hmm. the sun came out yes. and it was warm. Right. I felt like a whole new person. Understandable. I was like, wow, I am in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Totally understandable. And, you know, I think it is just making those small changes because I was telling you that I decided that I was going to try and be one of those people that goes outside and jogs in the winter. So I had to like buy stuff uh-huh. and get different layers and go find different shoes. Now, I am not so uh, into it that you're going to see me out there doing like the polar dash and stuff. I have some friends <laughs> to do that, that run right on like New Year's Day. Yeah, I'm not that into it. But it is something that you just have to go. You know, we have decided to live in this climate. So now be prepared. <laughs> right. For what it. are we going to do to survive yeah. and go? How can we still be, you know, reasonable human beings and not hide in our house for potentially, you know, four to six months every year duration right (laughs) exactly so i appreciate you sharing all of these tips so we've talked some about um what we can do to try and make uh wise decisions when you're filling your plate and you know when we're assessing what snacks we want how can we help make good decisions on um, during that assessment process yeah so we talked about sticking to regular diet fill your plate but leave it half full And to really help you do that, before you even leave the house for whatever it is that you're going to, eat some leafy greens before you go to the party. Got it. Okay. I've been doing this and it works. Okay. And I feel better, actually. It's just so amazing. So try and have a big leafy green salad, have a green drink, whatever it is, because 
one, we tend not to get a lot of greens in in the winter here anyway. Right. So it's a nice way to do that. But you're already filling yourself up a little bit, but not with more calories. Okay. You're getting some good green roughage in. And um, so that way, when you go to this party or when you go to your function, whatever it is, it's much easier than you're not going, don't go starved to a party. That is like a disaster waiting to happen. (laughs) Got you. (laughs) I do appreciate the way that you're saying it because I think a lot of us, especially if you look back to our college years, we would use the the concept of pre-gaming. So you didn't (laughs) want to go out and spend all your money and drink there or whatever if you're going to go to the bar. So you would like have a couple before you leave. Uh I'm probably telling a lot about myself and what (laughs) I do in college. But this is basically the same healthy adulting version of that now. So you know you're going to be someplace. So instead of using up all of your emotional dollars there and all your caloric dollars there. It's like you need to pregame a little bit at home. Pregame a little bit at home. So, you know, leading up to a party day or a party evening, what I've been doing is making sure I get in a liter of water. So that's 32 ounces of water. Okay. And I have a leafy green salad before I go. Gotcha. How long does it take you to go through 32 ounces of water? What time do you have to start? Okay. (laughs) Are you like chugging it? Like, do you have like a gallon of water in your house? No, No. I don't do good at chugging water. It makes me feel ill if I do that. So understandable. mm -hmm. I really try. It's generally over the course of about two to three hours. Okay. If I, if I was being honest. So, or if I'm getting ready, I try and have at least 16 ounces as I'm getting ready. So that's like showering and putting on my makeup and all that stuff. That's actually pretty easy to get in. Okay. Um, but two, you know, you are already going in full. You're actually already going in hydrated because a lot of times if we are rushing around, so here's what my life looks like. Sometimes I'm rushing around going from one thing to the next. I haven't eaten a lot. Maybe prior to going thinking, okay, I have a party to go to. Great. They're going to have food. Right. But it also means that sometimes when it's been so crazy of a schedule that I haven't been great with hydrating either. So then you show up to the party starved, you put in all of this fatty fried, yummy food, and then you have a glass of wine right, or a beverage or whatever. And you are like, oh, you just feel gross afterwards mm-hmm. because you're dehydrated. And that alcohol is just playing a role on your system because you're so dehydrated. And you just put, you just, you just bombed your body. Right? Fair enough. With yeah. all of this food that really we wouldn't normally eat or most of us wouldn't normally eat. And so, yeah, that pre-gaming piece can really not only help save you calorically, but really just help how you feel, you know, at the party, after the party, the next day. Oh, yeah, because so the next day, it is hangover. rough. Yeah, it is like, you know, and it is compounded, it seems yeah. like, because not only do you have the alcohol floating through your system, but that food hangover, I notice if you go through a phase where you're not eating a lot of sugar or a lot of grease, it really does make a difference when you're like, oh my yeah. gosh, I had two extra cookies, I thought. And you probably, <laughs> if you think you had two, if you remember two, you probably had five. Probably. <laughs> exactly. And that caramel and that right. piece of fudge. And so it is, it's kind of like this big food hangover the next day. And it takes a good 24 to 48 hours sometimes for your body to reset and for it to feel better. And, but if you're doing that on a fairly regular basis over the month of December, you know, then it's like every two or three days you're going through this cycle. And, oh, can you just imagine what you feel like at the end of the week? Right. Yeah. Sometimes I think, and you wrote this in your in your blog post as well, like just making sure that it's stuff that you really enjoy and don't, you know, not to be snooty, but really like indulge on things that are worth it for you. 
Yeah. So I always, <laughs> my family is will attest to this. Mm-hmm. I sometimes I'll take a bite. Yes. And in my mind, I'm thinking, is this really worth it? Right. Is this really what I want to eat? <laughs> and, and I might say, oh, no, not this one. And move on to the next. Because for me, I kind of want to make it count, right? right. I really want to enjoy. And I think sometimes changing your mentality that way is not just to eat, to eat, but really I if I'm choosing to eat this, I want to really enjoy it. And it's going to be good. And I think that back to what you said earlier about your pregame, if you're going to eat to eat, then there needs to be, I'm eating to like provide some sort of like sustenance for my body. All of these treats, it needs to be something that you do get a smile out of. Otherwise, why are you putting it in your face? Right. It's a waste of like all the room that you have. Because this is like my indulgence. Right. You know, and so let's really indulge and really love it. And so I think it gets back to what Sunny was saying with that smell and taste and texture and all these things that then you really truly are enjoying it versus just kind of grazing. <laughs> right. What, what, if you what's have, available? what if you have a family that's like, eat, eat, <laughs> eat. I know, eat. right? How do you, what's there some good tips on how to tell someone no without being disrespectful to all the 30 hours of. Because I have a family that's like, oh, what are you, you, you're on a diet now? You're what? Like, like, that's a bad thing. And I know I'm not the only person who has family right. members. Like, yeah. I, I saw a big fat Greek wedding. They will yeah. shove food in your mouth. There, like, I mean, that definitely is, the, some people's love language is providing yeah. food and putting their uh-huh. heart into baking and those kind of things. So I get that. So what do you normally tell people, Dr. Amy? Oh, goodness. That is so hard, right? Because it's <laughs> it love is. on a plate. Yes. Yeah. And it's lo- <laughs> and that's how they feel like, oh, if you're not eating, you don't love me. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of what that equates to, right? right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. If anybody knows. You know, here's what, here's what I do. Uh, I do my version of food ghosting. That's what I do. Oh, I was just yeah, thinking it is. that in it's, the back of my mind. It's food ghosting. And so you don't want to give all your your things away, but it goes back to, Sonny, you just need to start talking more again. Because I am very, you know, I am very good at distracting people from the amount of food that I've actually consumed. Mm. You know, with how are you doing? What do you have going on? And I will start some random conversation mm-hmm. and I will walk away from food and mm. kind of thing. Or, and I'm the same way with alcohol. Like if you follow me around a bar, I really look, you know, I like, I've gotten really good at Thanking you very much for a drink and giving it back to you and not drinking it sometimes, uh-huh. you know, and picking and choosing because it is so easy, you know. Uh-huh. So if you just, you know, sometimes you have to just ghost on those things and mm-hmm. talk about something else. And if especially if it's somebody who's showing that they love you by doing that, mm-hmm. there are other ways to respond, I think, emotionally and fuel them mm-hmm. without having them watch you put the food in your mouth. Yeah. What's two things that have helped me is one, I'll say I'm taking a takeaway plate. Mm. So that's helped me. And then two, saying, I'm going to come back for seconds. So I have a <laughs> little bit. Yep. I'll have a little bit in front of them. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, how'd you like? Oh, it was delicious. I'm right. going to go back for seconds. Right. And never go back for seconds. Exactly. Because <laughs> usually they're distracted by that. Yeah. You know, yeah. they've worked on, they're moved on to somebody else. <laughs> right. They have another target. Right. They're, do- they're in there getting something out of the oven. They've mm-hmm. moved on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you just have to mm-hmm. move quick. And if you put a little bit, you know, I like, I put a little bit of a right. bunch of different uh-huh. stuff. Right. So it looks, I have some of everything. Right. You know, and I just, don't I just don't go back same thing as you I don't go back <laughs> I hope your family is not listening <laughs> I know but the thing is that even I think that they know that I do this yeah. but still if you continue to do it eventually they won't even notice mm-hmm. like they're so used to it because you're not you're still validating yes I see that there is food here and you're that when if you you know and that's why I call it food ghosting if you ex- explain 
that you're on a diet or you don't want to eat as much, then it, it's worse than just yes. not doing it, you know, kind of thing. If you just go, yes, and you validate it, I mean, you, you, you bless them for that. Thank you very much. This all looks delicious, but then you just kind of don't eat it as much. Then they don't That's notice okay. as much, right? You just keep moving. Lies, <laughs> dirty lies. <laughs> they're not lies. They're mostly truths. That's what they are. Mostly that's truths is what we do. Right. And so we, and that's what we're doing. We're giving you some tips to help stay on track with your diet and exercise uh, this holiday season. And when we get back, we do need to cover the exercise part of things, right, Dr. Amy? Yes, you can't get away with no exercise. No. So we'll do that. We'll also be happy to take any questions you have. If you have some questions, just like producer Sonny and I, we can go ahead and call in at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on MyTalk 1071, also found on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon, in from Health Foundation's Birth Centers. Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass is here as well. And uh, we always encourage people to not only go to our website and use the keyword Mom Show, but to go to your website as well, Dr. Amy, at health-foundations.com. Because you've been doing some additional things, too, like some great, like, come in and, and let's talk about your skincare. Let's talk about different different things other than what people probably think when they hear birth center, there are all variety of wellness classes that you have going on over there. Yep. So we, yes. And even in for appointments, we see women for sure for well women visits, for paps, for breast exams, contraception. But, you know, I also see women for, you know, as a naturopathic doctor mm-hmm. for just a lot of general different health issues. But the one thing that I've really started helping women a lot with this last um quarter of 2018 is just helping women feel confident in their skin. And so oftentimes um, I'm really encouraging women to come see me if they have issues with their skin, if it's rosacea, acne, um, dryness, whatever that may be, because what I'm finding is I really love women helping them feel confident. Right. And we can focus on skin, but really we're focusing on all the other health components that are additive that really add up to what our skin looks like. Right. So if that's something that you're interested in for 2019, you know, I always think about getting on my schedule and we can talk about that and get you going for 2019. We also have been doing more classes. So in December, we had a class called Get Your Glow On. Yes. And it was an opportunity for women to come in and really learn some tips and tricks to have glowing skin. And it was an opportunity for women to also just have hands on and try the things that I most commonly recommend. Right. So we talk about this protein powder tons. We had that. Um, I had my coffee to try. We had some skin products to try. Um, I had some vitamins out that people could look at because we talk about all these things, but sometimes it's hard to make those decisions or really have an understanding until we can see them and feel them. Right. Right. And so that was really fun to do in December. We'll have that going on again into the new year. But in January, on January 29th at 630 at the birth center, we are having a mom and daughter class. Oh, fun. Really just starting to have that conversation about how to help your daughters care for their skin. Okay. Because I'm hearing from so many moms that they were never really taught. Right. And so maybe they're in their 30s, 20s, and 30s, 40s, and they're having girls that are in 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth grade, high school, 
that they're wanting to help them care for their skin and get these good routines and habits down. But sometimes they don't know because they are just trying to figure it out themselves and they figured out maybe what works for them and maybe it's working, maybe it's not, and not really having the tools or the know-how to say, okay, this is how I'm going to help my daughter. Okay, Dr. Amy, after you have your mom-daughter one, let's do a follow-up that's like a mom or dad-son one. Yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, I think that that would be great. Because, I mean, my my ex-husband, he was terrible at all that stuff, too. And so now I look like the spa mom because I'm trying to teach my son yeah. that it's okay to put moisturizer on. And this is why you're so itchy. And, <laughs> yep. and last time we were in, we had someone talk about her son who had the the really dry lips or these the, yes. you know the skin around his face. And I'm going through the same thing with my son where I'm dry, always trying to find well, here's the product that I'm going to have you use and it's yep. okay to sit here and exfoliate. And so he won't know any better because I'm like, this is when we use this, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So I do kind of feel like the spa mom, but it's the same thing as I'm trying to like Absolutely. work through it with him because I mean, these little boys, they look rough. They look rough. <laughs> and you know what? I have a tween Yes, who is 11 going on 12 going on. I'm not quite sure what age. Mine's the same way. <laughs> I know. Like, He's a hot mess. Wow. This is an interesting age <laughs> right. over there. But also, yes, their skin is also all over the place. And so you're right. I've been starting with Liam talking about real simple things because right. it's very different than talking to my daughter than talking to my son about skincare, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'm he's the one and done. Yes. So you've got to give me one thing to do right now, mom. <laughs> And it's done. The fact I'm like, that okay, yeah, well, I'm that's just, where we'll start. I'm just trying to convince him. I'm, I'm like, lotion is okay. Yeah. You can put lotion. Like, his, I noticed it's funny because every <laughs> once in a while, you probably looked at Liam and said, I looked at my little man and I was like, why are your elbows so scaly? You know, like, kind of thing. Honey, <laughs> I can help you. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to go through your life with dry elbows and knees because he's oh. looking at me like, slow, what mom? And I'm like, slow down. You know, I'm like, I refuse to have a little rough under, you know, under moisturized sun. Uh-huh. So we're working on that, too. And yeah. so finding the right products and things that don't smell overly perfumey oh, and yeah. these things. And that are simple. Yes. And, um, yes, that it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be these long processes or um, products that have lots of junk in them. I, that's I'm definitely don't subscribe to that for um, young kids or for anyone, but for specifically young kids. But yeah, so we're going to have fun January 29th. Join us at the birth center, 630. We'll be putting more on Facebook over the next, you know, a couple days and weeks. Um, But that's, and then we'll be having a week, our monthly class about something about skincare, whether it's get your glow on moms and daughters, you know, whatever those things are getting into summer, how to prepare our skin for those things. So be on the lookout for those. And you can get that information as well at health-foundations.com. And I know before we end up wrapping up today, we've been talking about some tips and tricks to uh, stay with your diet and exercise programs through the holidays. And so now we have come to the part of da, 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 exercise, exercise, right? Nobody wants to hear that you have to exercise, <laughs> but let's get real. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, it's one of those things that it's, how do I make sure that I put this in my schedule every day? Right? Yes. And, uh, you know, yes, organized exercise is fabulous, whether you're going for a walk, a class, the gym, home program. But when we're talking about even something like this month of December, let's just get in some activity in a day. So whether it's having a dance party with the kids or running up and down the steps in front of your house for, mm-hmm. you know, X amount of minutes, it doesn't have to be 
this monumental thing of, okay, I'm getting on my workout clothes. Right. I'm going in the car. I'm going to the gym. Because sometimes that is a little bit overwhelming, I think, for people. And while that's good, and while I think you should be doing that sometimes during the week, to really try and get a little activity in every day, it, it can be simple. It can be two 15-minute walks. It can be three 10 minutes of going up and down the stairs at your house. Or, you know, those that can be that simple. Right. You know, we've got, you know, we have a weighted hula hoop at home just to kind of look for like, it's really, you know, it actually, we just, you know, I, 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 we do up downs with them. So you either just hold them over your head. So kind of thing. So if you don't have a big enough house that you can do a full on hula hoop in the summer, we can go outside and use the hula hoop. But right now we just kind of use it as different ways that we can use as a fun little weight thing that's in the house. And it's, and it's contained. So I don't have to worry about him breaking my things. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a lot of things, but the ones that I do have, I'd rather we not break. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've gone on YouTube. There's um, a series that I've been using where it's 15 minutes and um, it's pretty simple, but I do notice the difference if I do it every day that it's a 15 minute workout. I have some simple weights that I use at home and then I'm done. Perfect. So I can even do it really quick before I get in the shower. So, and it doesn't cost money, right? right? Mm-hmm. And I'm at home. It does not mean me going anywhere. And I can even do it in my socks if I need to. And so think about things like that. Mm -hmm. And we'll do that. And then I think we need to wrap up with the other thing that you always remind people. You need to drink water like it's your job. Drink water like it's your job. (laughs) So measure out what you need to drink in a day. Put it in your bag. Make sure it gets down. Well, again, we want to encourage everybody to make sure that they stay on track this holiday season. It's not just you. All of us are out there going through the same struggles right now. So we encourage you to be part of that. And you can listen to this episode and previous episodes of The Mom Show on our website. And again, what is the next uh, event you have going on at Health Foundations, Dr. Amy? Yep. January 29th, 6.30 p.m. It's a mom and daughter learning about how to take care of your skin. And you can get that information at health-foundations.com. And we thank you very much for joining us. Happy holidays to everybody. And we'll see you next time on The Mom Show.